Thank you, Paul. Open your Bible with me, please, uh, in Daniel chapter 7. Once again, we read the Word of God from verse 9 to 14. Daniel 7, verse 9. The theme of this sermon is, Your kingdom come, your kingdom come. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the ancients of days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, its wheels were burning fire. A streams of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousands served him, and ten thousands times ten thousand stood before him. The curates sat in judgment, and the books were opened. I looked then because of the sound of the great words that the horn was speaking. And as I looked, the beast was killed, and its body destroyed, and given over to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away, but their lives was prolonged at a season and a time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man, and he came to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. Let's pray. Heavenly and Sovereign Father, we bow before you in adoration. We desire to worship you in spirit and in truth this evening, thanking you for your living presence among us. Father, thank you for your faithful word that will never pass away, but your promises are really worthy of our trust and faith. Thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit. This evening, we need to hear the voice of your Spirit speaking to our heart through your word. Please, Father, do your supernatural work in our minds, hearts, and lives, and shape us so that we can be in the likeness of our Savior and King, Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, the Son of God, our Savior and Messiah. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Daniel 7 is the theological heart of the book of Daniel because here it is presented to us tonight the gospel of Jesus Christ according to Daniel. The Son of Man, the Divine Messiah, receives the eternal dominion from the Father, from the ancients of days, 
definitively defeating all enemies and reigning with his church over the nations forever. This message is absolutely relevant to us today because if we watch the latest news in, in television, it seems to us that it is not God that he is reigning over the nations. So today God asks you, what do you think he is the real king of this world? God or Satan? And which kingdom rules over this world? The kingdom of Christ or the kingdom of the Antichrist? So the latest news tells us about wars and rumors of wars, pandemic, economic crisis, high bills to pay. And uh, it is a scenario that could be defined as apocalyptic. And uh, this brings to our heart anxiety, fear, distress, instability, discouragement. And even many Christians suffer today depressions. So, as the Apostle Paul said, we live fighting without and fear within. The same apocalyptic scenario that oppresses us today is the same evil scenario that oppressed Daniel and his friends in Babylon. And the reason why Daniel 7 starts the apocalyptic uh, section of the book of Daniel because an apocalyptic scenario requires an apocalyptic answer from God. So Daniel today answered to you with certainty, don't doubt because the kingdom of God and his Messiah will prevail over the brutal kingdom of man. As in Italy, also in the UK, I learned that we celebrate the Remembrance Day to celebrate the, the end of World War I. And it is good, but year later, today we realize that human race is still enslaved by sin, is still oppressed by Satan. So we are not really free, are we? But this evening here as Christians, we are gathered to celebrate the real freedom in Jesus Christ that we can enjoy. Freedom from sin, freedom from death, freedom from Satan. The freedom that our Lord Jesus Christ earned on the cross of Calvary and in the resurrection of the third day according to the scripture. So please praise God. And today we will see in the first place that the kingdom of Christ will prevail over the human brutal kingdoms. And secondly, the kingdom of Christ is established through his suffering church. Number one, the kingdom of Christ will prevail over the human kingdoms. Look with me from verse 10 to 12. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousand served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The curse sat in judgment, and the books were opened. I looked, then because of the sound of the great wars that the horn was speaking, and as I looked, the beast was killed, and its body destroyed, and given over to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the beasts, their dominion was taken away. Today, Daniel has a skilled director change his angle 
from the human point of view to the divine point of view. From the earthly perspective to the heavenly perspective. Why? Because the apocalyptic style full of symbol, uh, special effects and folkloristic character doesn't aim to transform us reader in uh, many Sherlock Holmes who has the, the goal to dis- decipher the coded message of God. Not at all. But the apocalyptic style has the purpose instead to impacting all of our senses, intellect, emotion, visual memory, so that we can immerse ourselves in the world of God to think with the mind of God, to look with the, with the eyes of God and to hear with the ears of God so that we can live with the heart of God. For this reason, we are not interested merely in the implementation details of the prophecy, but instead we are very interested in the theological message of Daniel 7. And namely, it is these, all the bestial kingdoms are in open conflict against the kingdom of God. But despite appearances, only God is sovereign. And the world will soon be subjected to his lordship even visibly. And every knee will bound before him and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ alone is the Lord for the glory of God the Father. Hallelujah. And Daniel today shows us the spiritual reality that stand before, that stand behind the material reality. It shows us the invisible world that stands before the visible world. He leads us today by hand in the very throne room of God. And we can see that only God is really in charge. No matter how much the state may try to impose itself on the church of Christ by breaking his jurisdiction. Because God alone, Christ alone is the head of the church. And no matter how powerful the realms of men may seem to us today. Because they will perish in their weakness. Because they will to have to give an account to the only judge of all flesh. The powerful God Almighty. Therefore, you have to trust in the Lord alone and rest your heart in Christ alone, even in the midst of tribulation and persecution. Only God is sovereign and the brutal beasts are subjected to him. God is in control, seated on his great throne, but the beasts live in chaos and they squash, scream and square because they know that their days are numbered. The kingdom of man is very limited, but the kingdom of God is unlimited because it embraces every tongues, nations, and races. The kingdom of man is temporary, but only the kingdom of God is eternal because God alone is eternal. In fact, God the Father here, the ancient of days, uh, assigned his kingdom Not to a mortal man, not to a mortal king, but to an immortal king, to a divine king, the son of man, the Messiah, Jesus Christ himself. And how can we know that the son of man 
in this passage is Jesus Christ? Well, because of the very words of Jesus Christ himself. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 30, Jesus said, Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. We don't, have, we don't have time this evening to uh, study the textual proof that confirms the divine identity of the Son of Man, Jesus Christ. But today we can really appreciate uh, one of the Old Testament presentations of the Holy Trinity. Because the Ancient of Day is God, but also the Son of Man is God. So here the eternal kingdom is held by the triune divine God. And today, even in the evangelical churches, the emphasis on the Trinity is lost. But we have to catch up our biblical inheritance and proclaim to the world that our God is the biblical God, who is the triune God, the Holy Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And to Him alone belongs the power the kingdom, and the adoration of the church. So now we can praise God for who He is. We can praise God the Father. We can praise God the Son. And we have to praise God the Holy Spirit, trusting wholly in Him with all our heart. Because despite the appearance of this brutal world, the powerful God is in control, and very soon He will defeat every Hevel. If you today are already in Christ by faith, so you are the living proof that God will prevail over all rebellious heart of man. Because by grace, with his irresistible calling, the Holy Spirit already has attracted to Jesus your rebellious heart. Through Christ, God has already won your rebellious life, leading you captive by his love and moving you from the brutal kingdom of Satan to the divine kingdom of Jesus Christ, the Son of Man, the last Adam. Because God is sovereign above everything and everyone, today you are saved by grace and you can be assured of your salvation in Jesus Christ until the end of your life and until the end of this present age. So don't be afraid of men, but fear God alone and trust in him with all your heart. And the scene that is set up in Daniel 7 is a judgmental court. The ancient of day is the supreme judge. The books of judgment are opened and the verdict is established. The brutal kingdoms are found guilty and then worthy of condemnation before the holy and just God. But also, interestingly, the Son of Man is bringed before God, is judged as well, but instead he is found upright, innocent, worthy to receive the kingdom. And we, brother, we all were born in sin. 
Our nature is sinful. Our heart by nature is rebellious against this right and holy judge. And we deserve by nature condemnation as well. But if we trust in the Son of Man, our representative before God, if we are united by faith to Jesus Christ, if we trust in Jesus alone as our Savior and our Redeemer, we all this evening are made before God just because we are clothed with the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So, today is Father's Day, isn't it? And thanks to Jesus, the judge of all heart is our Father in heaven. So today, as it is Father's Day, we can celebrate our Heavenly Father And we can rejoice in his loving presence. We can sing and worship his holy name. Because he is loving us. He is choosing us before the foundation of the world. Even when we don't deserve it. Therefore praise Christ Jesus your Savior. Because his reign will prevail over the injustice of the human kingdom forever. And you will eternally live with him in his loving Presence, praise the Lord. In second place, the kingdom of Christ is established through his suffering church. Verses 25 and 27. He shall speak words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and shall think to change the times and the law and they shall be given into his hand for a time, times and half a time. 27, and the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. His kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. As Jesus Christ has received the dominion from the Father, we as Christians receive dominion from Jesus himself. If you believe in Christ by faith, then you are his ambassador, his representative on this earth today. And you are destined to reign with him forever. Maybe when you were little, you dreamed of becoming a fearless and brave king. Or a long-haired queen like Rapunzel. And God, the living God has destined you in Christ Jesus to be a king and king uh, to be a king and queen for his glory forever it is not a fairy tale it is the truth of the bible in fact from genesis god created man in his image man is the visible representative on earth that uh, uh, speak on behalf of the invisible god that rules on behalf of the invisible God over his creation as vice king. In heathen, whoever looked to Adam before the fall saw the reflection on the very image of God himself. But after his rebellion, the image of God was ruined by sin. And today, Christ Jesus, 
the last Adam, the divine Messiah and Savior, is recreating the image of God in your life by the power of the Holy Spirit through his words. And so that you and your brother may be a nation of kings and priests to God. So if you look now beside you at your brother and sister, by faith, you can look through the eyes of God and you can see a king and a queen belonging to the nation of God, belonging to the new heaven and new earth. Revelation 2 verses 26 and 27 said, The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron, as when earth and pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself I have received the authority from my Father. Because Christ is King, you are made King with Him. Because Christ is victorious over evil, sin and Satan, even, even over death also, you are made victorious in Christ Jesus. Because Christ has satisfied the divine covenant, he's transferred to you all the blessing he earned on the cross of Calvary. And he delivers you from the curses that your disobedience deserves. Christ is your powerful mediator and your high priest forever. But remember that you are united with Christ in his glory, but also in his humiliation. You are united with Christ Jesus in his success, but also in his persecution. As the king goes, so does the kingdom. The Bible teaches us that before the resurrection, there is the cross. Before the glory, there is persecution. Martin Luther, the great reformer, said that one of the marks of the true Christianity is indeed sufferings. So today, if you want to follow Jesus, you have to follow his example, yours, your, his foot, footprints. So you have to deny yourself, take up your cross and follow Jesus Christ, knowing that the servant is not greater than his own Lord. If they persecuted Christ, they will persecute you too. But take care because the temporary tribulation that you are facing is not greater than the eternal glory that Christ Jesus is uh, guarding and preparing for you in heaven. Contrary to the prosperity gospel, Daniel 7 teaches us today that the Son of Man is establishing His eternal kingdom through His suffering church. If you are suffering, it does not necessarily mean that you are in a particular sin. If you are suffering today, it does not mean necessarily that you have too little faith in the Lord Jesus. Maybe it is exactly the opposite. The more you are faithful to God, the more the battle against Satan and sin intensifies. 
Look at the life of Daniel himself. Daniel was faithful to God in prayer. And for this reason he was thrown into lion's den. Daniel's three friends were faithful to God. Refusing idolatry. And for that they were thrown into the fairy furnace. And Jesus Christ the Messiah. The Prince of Peace. To obey God the Father. He descends in the fairy furnace of this world. And he laid down his life on the cross of Calvary to save you, to redeem you, and to have communion and fellowship with you this evening. Second Timothy 3 verse 12 said, Indeed, hold who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted But rejoice because your reward that God is keeping for you in heaven is infinitely greater. So blessed are those who weep because theirs is the kingdom of God. It is the very promise of Jesus Christ. So if today if you are facing trials and tribulation for the cause of the gospel of Jesus, then rejoice because eternal is the glory that is waiting for you. Daniel 7 also reminds us of this spiritual war because of three important causes. And to those we are concluding. In first place, awareness. You must be aware of the ongoing spiritual battle so that you can pray every day. You can immerse yourself in scripture every day. You can enjoy the fellowship, the fellowship and the sanctification of the Holy Spirit every day. And you can enjoy the communion of the saints, the fellowship in the local church every day. Otherwise, you will be crushed by the enemy. Second place, solidarity. You must pray for the church in the nations that is suffering Really, persecution like in Afghanistan, Korea, Vietnam. Support your brother in Christ with your intercession. Your prayer matters. Your prayer is precious before the throne of grace of God. And pray for us in Italy. While we are trying to church, to to make our church planting. Because even if we don't suffer uh, physical persecution... We are, yes, suffering political persecution from Roman Catholic Church. And number three, encouragement. God wants you to be encouraged today because many times you can feel alone in your Christian battle, in your family, in your workplace, even in your city. Maybe you can... You feel alone in your spiritual warfare, but you are not alone because Daniel shows us that before the throne of God there are thousands of brothers that are worshipping God and serve Him. So don't give up, but persevere in the real faith. Persevere serving Christ Jesus. And furthermore, today God won't encourages you because despite the apparent victory of evil in the world, the last word belongs to God. The final judgment 
belongs to God. The victory in the final day belongs to the Son of Man, Christ Jesus, our Savior and our Redeemer. So trust in His promises. Stay faithful to the Lord despite persecution, because only those who endure until the end will receive the crown of life from the Lord. Draw close to Christ today, and you will receive the eternal kingdom of God. And if you don't believe in Christ yet, what are you waiting for? Cast your life in the hope and harm of God, and you will experience salvation in the name of Jesus you will experience rest for your soul, for the glory of God alone. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we do worship your holy name because only you are seated on the throne of universe, judging, ruling, and saving Nations, peoples, tribes, and tongues. Thank you, Father, because you won in our rebellious heart barriers that were dividing us because of our sin, our rebellion against you. We lived far from your loving harm, your loving presence. But thank you because in Christ alone, we were redeemed because there is power in the blood and in the name of Jesus, the Son of Man, the Son of God, the divine Messiah, our Lord and Savior. We commit once more our life, family, church, and nation to you because you alone are God and there is no other God beside you. We trust in your promises. We trust in your gospel, we trust in your word, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.